Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Welcome back to the third episode on the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We are finishing up our first series, How Does It All Fit Together? Which is what Mike has told us is like the introduction chapter of a book. <laughs> and so it's the one that, that are, is really important, but let's be honest, none of us read it. But you've got to read this one. You've got to read yes. this one, and you've got to read any Robbie Gallaty introduction. And well, so that too, yeah. That's job security for yes. us. you got to do it. And yes. so... <laughs> This is finishing up the introduction, and this has just given you the vision, the strategy of our groups. We talked first week on why we need both groups. We talked last week on how to lead a healthy life group, which I loved because we talked about how dynamic it is Mm -hmm. and how it has non-believers, new believers, and mature believers. This week, we're talking how do you lead a healthy D group. And we have mentioned the disciple-making umbrella. It's a graphic that's in your show notes already. And... This D group is solely focused, as their discipleship groups, it's solely focused on the discipleship part of that umbrella. Life group was this dynamic environment that's both evangelistic and discipleship. And then hopefully, as they belong, believe, and then that become piece, it transfers into them being in a D group. It flows out of that life group environment. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the D group environment. We're going to define what is a D group because the truth is we often all come with different expectations to what discipleship means and what D group means. Yeah. And so I would just kind of start, I want to ask a question that is kind of, it's out there, but it's going to tie back to discipleship. We're coming back to it, I promise. Yeah. A minute 50 (laughs) in and we're already, we're already (laughs) off the rails, Mike. It's all right. We'll get back. That's right. Yeah. When I say football, what is the mental picture that comes to your mind? What's the first word that comes to your mind? Pigskin. Pigskin. That's an interesting choice. I know nothing about football. <laughs> to be clear, I know, don't judge me, but football is not my thing. There you go. So Mike said pigskin. Um, as a listener, think about what yours would be. It's probably something different. For me, it's LSU. I think of Joe Burrow. I think Heisman. I mean, I'm basking in the national championship year right now. Uh, Chris Swain, he's probably thinking about the Cowboys, uh, as always. He always is thinking about them. Many of our (laughs) congregation may be thinking about the Titans, or they may be thinking about the Tennessee Volunteers. You may be thinking of an actual football. It could be a wide array. But my question is, if we were to go to Europe and, and ask the same question, what is football? What's the mental picture? What do you think of? Well, the American would say soccer, but I think that'd make the European pretty upset. Yes, yes. And the European <laughs> needs no more reasons to dislike an American. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna think they're gonna think soccer. They're gonna think Rooney. South America, they're gonna think of Messi. They're gonna and yeah. what you realize is just because we say the same thing doesn't mean we mean the same thing. Right. Often we have different definitions, we have different pictures, and we, and we take that definition, we take those expectations into, when we talk about having a D group, I take my definition of what a D group is, my expectation, I bring it to the table, 
And what happens is I often am frustrated with what is from the D group and I miss out on what was good in it. Yeah. And so that's why we've got to get not just the same name, but the same definition. And so we have put together a graphic that makes that visual because I'm a super visual person and I really like that. Oh, I like visuals too. It's And so we have, today we're going to discuss that visual. You're going to want to click on that. It's called our D group DNA. It's going to show you two lists and a person in the middle. The list on the left is our weekly disciplines. These are the things that we're going to put into our life. And then on the right are the marks of a disciple. And that is going to be the outcome. What does what do these disciplines produce? And we're going to talk through that in today's episode. And I want to start by with you, Mike. I want to start with the left side of this diagram. What are these weekly disciplines and why are they important? When we're talking about weekly disciplines, essentially what we're talking about is as a believer, the time that we should be spending in the Word, right? So we talked in the last episode, you know, in Acts 2, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking bread, and uh, prayer, right? So it was an individual responsibility. So we're, when we're talking about the disciplines in a discipleship group, it's similar to that. So we're memorizing Scripture, right? We are committing Scripture mm-hmm. to memory so that we can readily recall it when, it's, when we receive the opportunity to share what God has laid on our heart, right? Yeah. So actually using the words of Scripture to communicate what the Bible says. It's a novel idea. Yeah, yeah, right? that's good. Uh, we're also reading the Bible daily. So we like to use the, um, the F260 reading plan. Or NT260. Or the NT260. Um, if you wanted to go strictly through the New Testament, yeah. the regular N260 is Old and New Testament. But what, are, what are you? What are you? F260 or NT260? Uh, I've been an NT260 last year and this year. Ooh, I've really been good. enjoying it. It's um, pretty good. Although there are times where I've kind of missed the Old Testament piece, but I'm doing NT again. There you go. Uh, so, And then along with that reading, we're also journaling. So we use the Hear Journal format, highlight, explain, apply, and respond. So when we're reading, and again, these are smaller chunks. This isn't like a Bible reading plan where we're having to read 15, 20 chapters every day. It's two chapters a day. And based on that reading, we are highlighting a passage of Scripture, usually one to three verses at most, uh, about something that, you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us about. And we're, yeah. we're writing it down, right? Because if we don't write it down... It's going to be impactful for about 30 minutes. That's right. That's right. That's my favorite. The hear journals are my favorite part of it. Uh, which is ironic because the journaling, I think, is what men struggle with the yeah. most. It's just not like it doesn't come naturally to us yeah. to journal and write down our thoughts. Well, I've but, never journaled, but here made like a process. It was yeah. like check boxes to my journaling. Yes. You know, like H E A R. It gave me a structure because I'm just not good at expressing things past, you know, just grunts. Yeah, know? well, we're simple <laughs> beings. We've got to we got to make it as easy as possible, right. right? So we're journaling through what we're reading, right? And then, you know, there's the accountability piece. So when we're meeting with our D group, this is where it starts to become we're starting to bring it into a community, right? right. Smaller community than the life group but still community. So when I'm meeting with the guys in my D group, I'm holding them accountable and yep. they're holding me accountable to be doing these disciplines. Yep. Right? Um, and then the last piece of it too is prayer. So we are praying with and for each other. Yeah, it's good. So the prayer is not limited to the D group time. The prayer is something that Again, individual responsibility. We talked about last week sure. in, with biblical community. Individual responsibility to do these things, but they're lived out 
in community with other believers. Right. That's good. We always say with these disciplines, too, that we get it from that First Timothy 4, 7, 8, to train yourself in godliness, um, because physical training has some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promises for both the present and the life to come. And like what we always try to say is, man, that training is so important. Like if you do New Year's resolutions, here we are, you know, early in the year, and like for physical, why would you do it for things that are godly, things that are eternal, these disciplines, spiritual disciplines in our life? Yeah. And what I always want to caution people in, though, in this is these disciplines and your effort that you put in those disciplines, though they're extremely important, um, they are not what save you. They're not what grows you. Um, we know that it, that only the Holy Spirit can do that. These disciplines, though, create space for the Holy Spirit and for the Word of God to work in your life and to grow you in your faith. So that that's, that's a very important distinction. Yeah. Right? Because if, if it's us, like my... My diligence to do this, yes. I, I'm controlling my spiritual growth. Yeah. And that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, we're putting in the work, we're putting in the effort, but it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Word of God that changes yeah. our life and grows us spiritually. So in that D group environment, you know, we, we like to use the phrase weekly engagement. Yeah, that's right. good. So help us understand what that means. Yeah, so we would say, again, these in that graphic that you're going to see in the show notes, there's two lists, and the one's on the left side, one's on the right side. And Mike just talked about the left side, our weekly disciplines. These are the disciplines that we put into our life. This is the process of the D group. And we say this weekly disciplines, or we ask for weekly engagement from our people because we want this to be something that you're doing on, uh, you know, throughout the week, every week. And, it, and that's super important. And that is both doing the disciplines and to be engaged with the men and women that you're living life with. Now, we have started to say weekly engagement over attendance, and yeah. this is why. If you have certain people that have a heavy travel schedule, there's some people who are gone every single week because their job requires them to. Yeah. I don't want to have to say that tell that person, hey, maybe this is not the right season for you. When you retire in 40 years, <laughs> then you can be in a D group. Right. Probably not going to go over very well. That's exactly yeah. right. You know? <laughs> and then if we all know in our D group there's times where, hey, guys, I'm sorry. I'm on the road the next three weeks. I didn't know that. I didn't expect it, but yeah. here I am. And what we really encourage people is, hey, it's weekly engagement. And so what is ideal is that you are physically gathering at a Starbucks, at a Chick-fil-A, a Cracker Barrel, whatever that may be, and all three to five of you are there physically. Mm-hmm. But when you cannot do that, if you are traveling, we want you to be engaged with that group that week. So, so what you were mentioning this as we were talking beforehand. What are some of the ways that you've seen people do that? FaceTime has been a very popular one yeah where you know again and this is the exception it's not the norm i mean we're not gonna i would not recommend building a group around we're gonna meet on facetime every week yeah right? no virtual d groups that's not the application <laughs> yeah. from today uh so it's an exception you know you're yep. doing this because something has come up um or work schedule all that stuff anyway they'll facetime in yeah which has worked um, you know, if you have the technology or an iPad or whatever that is to where it can be productive, um, if that's not an option, I've heard of groups that have, you know, hey, I couldn't make it this week, but they're texting 
their hear journal. Right. And I've even I've even known some guys to like video themselves quoting their scripture to That's their good. phone and putting it in the group text message. Say, hey, so guys. I couldn't make it. It was unavoidable. But here's my hair journal, and I, here's my scripture. So yeah. you know that accountability piece where I'm I'm sticking up because life happens. Yeah, right? we can't expect for 12 months, 52 weeks that there's never going to be right something come up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you had to take your kid to the yes. hospital that morning. You missed D group. Yep. You know, but yep. like you could be the most dedicated person to D group. Something's eventually going to come. That's right. Up. But it's important to have that plan so that you're still maintaining because attendance is not the win. Yeah. Engagement is. Yeah, that's good. Because you could also have someone that's there every 52 meetings that year and not really be very engaged. Yeah. Doesn't do a here journal. Right. Doesn't do scripture memory. <laughs> you know. Uh, so and engagement's say, the goal. Yeah. And we would say, too, that like we even would say, hey, what's, what's a here journal and what's a prayer request that we can do so we can include you in that prayer time? Yeah. Yeah. We would ask if you know it, send it beforehand so it can be part of our discussion, even though you're not there present. Right. And so what uh, hopefully you hear is that whether you're there in body or not, weekly engagement with the men or women you're living life with is a non negotiable. Right. It is every week you're engaged there. And that is, you know, I, I want to delineate when we talk about the commitment of a D group, there's a difference in the commitment level of the disciplines and of the attendance. Yep. Attendance is non-negotiable. Every week we want you to be engaged in that with the men or women, whether it is in body or it's through FaceTime or on the phone, you're engaged weekly, non-negotiable for the Disciplines, it's a little different though, because if we're if you have a group and your life group's working well, if your life group's working well that had non new and mature believers, your D group can be formed of new and mature believers, and they're gonna be at different levels in scripture memory, in hear journaling, in accountability. Like yep. they're gonna come with different levels because they they've been walking with the Lord different in different ways or for different links. Well, but some all, of it's going to come more naturally. Exactly, personality. If, like you've got an amazing memory. Scripture memory is going to be a piece of cake. Yeah, I had a more an artist, more like expressive guy one time. Dude, he was a five day a week here journaler, <laughs> and so I'm, I've never been that. No matter how committed I am to it, you so know, I've always had to start with just do one. Exactly, do the daily reading. But just come with at least one thing to share. It's that's where right. I've always had to start. That's right. Yeah. And that's that leads to with our disciplines, what we would say is attendance is non-negotiable, but disciplines, we ask for a plus one commitment. Yeah. Look at your life. Look at the discipline in your life currently, and what would be that next step? If you don't do Scripture memory at all, would you just do one verse? Yeah. It can be a simple verse. Yeah. You know, like if, if, it is, if you don't journal at all, just try to do one here journal. You know, but if you have, if you're good at journaling and you like to do that, we're gonna say, man, why don't you set a personal goal of three or four? And the thing is, everybody's at different levels, but we're all progressing in those disciplines and allowing the Lord to work through our life in that. Yeah. So, plus one is the commitment for disciplines. Weekly engagement is the is the commitment that we give for attendance. Yeah. And so. Um, so, yeah, so that would be the commitment, the disciplines. And then on the other column to the right here on the graphic is our marks of a disciple. And so that is if the disciplines are what we're putting into our life on a weekly basis, what it should produce in our life, the lifetime output, if you will, is the marks of a disciple. And so, Mike, from memory, <laughs> 
can you tell me what the five marks are? Of course I can. He has his iPad in front of him. <laughs> the M is missional, right? So we're going to see... Okay, so I'm not stalling, but Vic is looking <laughs> at me right now like I'm stalling. So we're going to see a lot of crossover here. So this whole, this whole introductory series is how does it all fit together, yep. right? So... We're going to see a lot of the same stuff that we talked about with life group in the D group. Yes, we're talking about spiritual maturity in both of them. So the M is missional. Are they living on mission? Are they sharing their faith? Are yeah. they um, having those gospel conversations when the opportunities arise? Are they seeking out non-believers to build relationship and share the gospel? Are they being missional? Yeah. Um, we talked about accountability. So the A is accountable. So are they in these mm. accountable relationships? And in the D group. They better be, right? Yeah. Because that's a huge part of the D group is accountability. Uh, the R is reproducible. So just like in the life group, we're talking about maturity. We're talking about reproduction. Healthy yeah. things grow. Uh, the measurement of any organism known to man is whether or not it's able to reproduce itself. Mm. And if it can't, it's an indicator that there's something wrong. Yeah. Right. So are they reproducible? Uh, communal. So... We've talked about community a lot between the last episode and this. Yeah. We, there's an individual responsibility to the disciplines, but we live it out in community. Right. Uh, and then last but not least, scriptural. Yeah. So if scripture is absent, then we might as well go join the Y or be <laughs> part of a country club, right? Because right. we're not talking about community. We're talking about biblical community. Right. So... That would be the marks of a disciple. Are they missional, accountable, reproducible, communal, and scriptural? Okay, well, I don't think this was an open note test, Mike. And I, I think I saw you glance at the iPad a couple of times on that. But I'm going to trust that you know. Well, you're putting the pressure on me now. I want to make sure I don't mess it up. Yeah. I love that. I love that we have that, the marks of disciple, because, again, it is the target. It is the measure of maturity. What we're trying to produce is someone that is missional, accountable, reproducible, communal, scriptural. You know, And that that is what dri- keeps us from drifting to just being so being holy huddles mm-hmm. you know like we can't just man i love scripture and i love community so we just get together and talk about the word yeah well like accountable makes us say man are you applying what you learned yeah so you're not just filling your heads and then missional and reproducible say man are you is there not just stuff happening in you but is there ministry are you allowing the gospel to work through you to others and I think that's actually, in my experience, the missional and reproducible are the two that are the struggle, that is often a struggle for people. Yeah. And we did, at my past church, we, we asked all of our D group members, said, of these, which is the one that you struggle with the most? Missional and reproducible made up over 75% of what our people said they struggled with the I most. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what that is at Long Hollow. I don't know it, but I, I would go on to say that most churches that they would have similar results, that it's the missional, the reproducible, the outward part of the, dis, the disciple, if you will, yeah. that is a struggle. And to clarify that, missional, think evangelism, reproducible, think discipleship. Yes. And, and, and that, those pieces, which is the disciple-making process, are often the biggest struggle. And it's why you'll see in our model meetings and that we always want to ask a question towards the missional end. Hey, are you sharing your faith? We go above and beyond to really uh, emphasize that because it is usually a struggle yeah. in that process. And so, but... I love I love the marks because it 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 gets make sure we hit the right target. 
Well, I love how Broti puts it, you know, the bishop of the bayou, oh, right? Oh, man, I love that name. Uh, you know, if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. That's right. Right. So you have to have, you've got to have a goal, you've got to have a target, you've got to have something that you're yeah. working towards. That's good. And so if you didn't look at it yet, go ahead now. Click in the show notes. Check out the D Group DNA graphic. You're going to see the weekly disciplines. This is what we put into our life in the D Group. And then the outcome, the output is the marks of a disciple. And that is to us. When we say D Group, that's what it means. That's what a healthy D Group looks like, and that's how you lead it. And so that has been that concludes our introduction. Now we get to move on to the one that, let's be honest, we really wanted to start oh, with this one. Yeah, I can't wait to do this one. I, I love know. these. We were like, man, I want to start with this one, but you've got to have the introduction <laughs> chapter. So now we're through the introduction, yep. and now we get to move to the most frequently asked questions. So whether that's about child care, commitment issues, how to have better hear journal discussion, yep. how to facilitate life group discussion, how to handle the too talkative person, <laughs> we're going to The hit dominator. The dominator. <laughs> we have names for you all. We're going to jump into that next week. So make sure to subscribe if you have haven't share it with an emerging leader and we look forward to talking with you next week as we start our new series on frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm.